Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Valerie Z, the founder of Spiritual Cardio, a 10-week group coaching program that teaches women how to make peace with their inner truth and practice self-love, where we heal in community by interrogating our inner demons until they lose power over us. I'm bringing you the powerful spiritual practices that helped birth my transformation because I want the same for you. I'm going to teach you how to build a love story with yourself and your inner child. So let's go. Hey, everybody. This is episode 11 of the Spiritual Cardio Podcast. Today, I am doing an Instagram Live with Karina. Karina is the creator or founder of One Guided Spirit. She is a spiritual advisor, a medicine woman, aka in Spanish, it's called a curandera. I met Karina when I went to an inner child sound bath and you know, when somebody just has like this beautiful energy, she had this warmth to her that it just immediately invited me in. So now here we are co-creating a IG live and she's also going to be doing the spiritual cardio workshop with me. So she's going to be doing a sound healing, and a purification, aka cleansing, with Sage at Spiritual Cardio's first ever in-person workshop, which is going to be in Long Beach, California. So if you're listening to this and it's before November 12th, we're going to have a workshop in Long Beach. It's in Southern California and it's November 12th from 12 to 3. Check out at Spiritual Cardio. On Instagram, there's the bio section or the link tree. You can get tickets through my link tree there. Or just look up Spiritual Cardio on Eventbrite because that's where the tickets are available. We will get started shortly. Yay! All right. We are on. We're live. I'm happy to be here with you. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me. So let's go ahead and get started. I want to be respectful of your time and everybody else's who's tuning in live. So first, let me introduce Karina. This is a conversation that has been in the works for a long time, but we haven't known each other for a long time, but somehow the universe conspired through Rachel for us to meet. And here we are co-creating together. Karina is somebody that I met through Rachel just a few weeks ago. How long ago was that? I don't even think it's been two months, but right around there. Yeah, it has been about two months, maybe going on two months at a cacao ceremony. Yeah, so it was like an inner child cacao ceremony. And I gravitated towards your energy right away, like, For me, I'm big on sincerity and I'm big on energy. So from the moment I met you, I had this really 
warm feeling. Like you have a beautiful energy. Immediately after meeting you, I was like, oh, I'd love to co-create with her. I'd love to collaborate with her somehow. And we made it happen sooner rather than later. Oh, I agree. I actually, we've seen each other. So it was in perfect alignment. And now everything's just falling into place. Yeah. I feel like, like our souls recognized each other or something, you know? Like we've been in this before, but we just met again. Yeah. And it's just beautiful. So let's start out by just introduce yourself, kind of what you do, and then we just go from there. So my name is Karina. I am founder of One Guided Spirit. Uh, I'm keeper of One Guided Spirit. I practice Chica Curanderismo. I also work with energies and uh, I work a lot with flores. I also create other beautiful spaces for our journey with different plant medicines that are very sacred to us. So definitely that is my journey to try to find the healing within us, trying to release and heal the parts of us that were conditioned to be in a trauma space. In a, in a small little package, there you go. That's, <laughs> that's really what we do. And I also hold space for cacao ceremony, which is a heart opening medicine. That is actually my pride and joy. That's definitely where uh, my heart is, which resonates with our heart space. Yeah, that's pretty much where I am. And then for those of you guys that don't know me, I am Valerie. I am the creator of Spiritual Cardio, which is a 10-week program that teaches women how to make peace with their inner truth, that teaches women how to practice self-love. And really, it is a program of helping women find their authentic voice, empowering women to just slay their inner demons. And it serves as like this igniter to self-discovery because when we do our inner work, we sometimes are scared of that because we don't know what's on the other side. It's kind of like walking into this dark forest. But on the other side, there's so much beauty. There's so much liberation. There's harmony. And it's a beautiful, magical, messy journey. In a nutshell, I teach women how to do that. And it's a 10-week program. That's me. I'm, I'm very, very passionate about it. It feeds my soul to do spiritual cardio. So that's me. I put together some bullet points here for us to talk about. I guess we'll get right into it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> tell me about or tell us about, because we've got several people here. Hi, you guys. Tell us about your transformational journey, where it started for you. What was your awakening? So my awakening kind of started, obviously, as a child. I had a lot of traumatic experiences. I noticed that a lot of times during childhood, I would see things at night and I would get very fearful of the dark. As time went on, my grandmother and my mother would always do beautiful limpias on us, which are purifications with different waters, plants. Sometimes they would take us to a curandero, which is shamanic healer, if you want to put it in a scientific word. And they noticed, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on with me, but we still didn't get to the root of what was happening, perhaps because I kept quiet for so many years. Then as throughout my adolescence and my teenage years, they started kind of 
running a little wild. I didn't know how to handle myself. I come from a space of being uh, abused, which a lot of women do. And then once I was in my teens, my probably late teens in my 19 and 20s, I ended up just kind of turning really wild. I became addicted and there was just so many things going on. I lost myself. I was out in the world by myself and I didn't have direction. I didn't have uh, anyone to tell me what needs to be done properly or how to feel loved. So I was looking for love in all the wrong places, I guess you can say. 10 years ago, going probably about 11 years is when I officially had my awakening. I found myself completely stripped of everything. I had nowhere to go. I had nothing to eat. I had no friends around me. I was just stuck with my addictions, my demons, and just my pure rawest form. And I remember the only thing that I always have had with me is a beautiful candle. I've always had candles. And I just remember the day of my awakening where I just lit the candle and I expressed, I poured my entire heart out and I asked for a new, for a new life, for a new beginning. I always gave a promise that if I had another opportunity to live my life in a better way, that I promise I would never go back to the same thing. And as you can see, I mean, my entire world turned into a tower moment and my heart, my heart felt like it was time for me to surrender to it for the first time in my life, you know, in 20 years, 20 plus years, I literally felt hope. And once I surrendered to the tower moment, my life completely changed. I began to find myself in a beautiful relationship you know, in my marriage, I started to find confidence within myself. I started to find avenues to help me fuel myself in a healthy way. So as time has gone on, I have found little by little, I have teachers, I'm finding myself to be fed and fulfilled in different places that have spirituality involved. And now as I have taken on my own practices, I tend to constantly work on myself as much as I can because the healing part never ends. You know, if we knew it all, then this life would be completely boring, right? We've just reached our capacity and maybe it's time to go to the next level. But for the most part, I'm grateful for it. That's kind of my small little journey in a matter of a couple minutes. But I have found myself that... The change only happened because I was ready and I was tired of my own bullshit. I was tired of suffering. I was tired of being alone. I was tired of looking for love in the wrong places, giving my power away to people who didn't deserve it. So now here I am. I'm serving women. I'm serving males. I'm at a capacity where I feel confident enough to share my experiences, to be able to serve medicine and to help others find themselves in the midst of their own chaos. That's, that's, that's beautiful. And your story resonates with me because I got tired of my own bullshit too. I started seeing that my own actions, Valerie's own actions were what was hurting me. And it was the decisions that I was making that were hurting me. It was like this constant cycle of pain and I was to blame. So when I came to start realizing that, that's where I started awakening. 
And for me, it had a lot to do with alcohol. Obviously, there's a traumatic childhood as well. And for me, I believe that I was trying to drown my inner child through, in my younger days, it was a lot of drugs. In adulthood, it was a lot of alcohol. I loved to drink. And I found myself constantly drinking. Yeah, so I can relate to you. 100%. And I think that's the beauty about doing work on ourselves is that when you work on those things that we like, when we're in survival mode, we don't realize that we're trying to drown something, right? We don't realize that we're trying to numb something for us. It's just, I want to go have fun. I want to go party. I want to go drink. I want to be in a relationship just because I want to be distracted from like this heaviness that's in here. But there's underlying issues going on when you find yourself drowning yourself every weekend. It's that beautiful moment of finding accountability. When we say, okay, I'm really tired of this. I'm tired of waking up how I am unhappy. What is my pain really trying to tell me? Was there someone in your life that may have helped you find your new beginning? Or was it just you? Um, that's a really good question. I think it was me. It was like constantly waking up in shame from getting drunk the night before, blacking out, waking up, hoping I didn't make a fool of myself or who did I hook up with? Waking up drenched in that shame is what started waking me up. That was my awakening. And it got so bad and so constant that I just couldn't ignore it anymore. And when I couldn't ignore it anymore was when I realized, like, I am hurting myself. I, it's, it's like my abuser from childhood was long gone, but now I was my own abuser by making these choices to get really messed up every weekend, knowing that I'm going to black out, but I do it anyway. No, that's powerful. I I definitely relate to all of it. You know, there was a time where I think I recognized that every time that I looked for someone's help or was seeking for just company, I think the official one of those moments was when I found myself completely alone. Like I wanted to have someone to like help me feed myself or when I started to realize I didn't have the capacity to feed myself, not even food, because I was so in depth with my demons. It was almost like, okay, something has to change. Something has to like, this isn't life. This isn't life. You're like, there's gotta be more than this. Like I gotta have a productive life, you know? And now it's like, For me, waking up first thing in the morning, it's something so beautiful. And I give thanks for being alive, for having the sight in my eyes, to have the blood rush into my veins, for me to have another breath of life, for me to just be able to share gratitude for having a roof over my head, making sure that if I want to eat, I can eat and go nourish myself. You know, it's it's those things that we don't even notice on our daily, even if you are not ridden with addictions, like there's something that we're not showing our gratitude for. What is that? What is it that we're forgetting to be grateful for, right? Taking a deep breath in and saying, oh my God, I'm so grateful. 
it's truly something special when you begin to walk. You know, it, it's beautiful because when I met you, you look like this beautiful diamond. Oh, thank you. And perhaps even if you were in the midst of your own chaos and your traumas, I would have been able to see that because what is in you is in me. If I have the capacity to see the light in you, it's because I can really see it in myself. That's how we were able to meet and how we were able to be in this space. And I'm so grateful for it. I know I just went on a tangent, but <laughs> so beautiful. I'm taking notes. I'm, I'm keeping up. I want to talk about this that she said. I want to talk about this, what she said. So going back real quick, and we're going to come back to light seeing light. I just want to make sure that I don't forget this point is that when you said this isn't a life, that same message kept resounding in my mind back in 2013 and in 2012. I was so miserable. I was alcoholic and in a toxic relationship with another alcoholic. And I kept telling myself, it was like this inner voice kept repeating over and over, which kept telling me this isn't a life. There has to be more to life than this. And when I decided to leave that relationship, it's like a domino effect because then I found myself single, alcoholic. And that was a recipe for disaster because I wasn't just an alcoholic. I was a blackout alcoholic. And had I not left that relationship, I wouldn't have experienced the dangers and the hurtful stuff while I was single and alcoholic and all the shame that that brought on. But it was that darkness that pushed me into doing my inner work. It was all of those painful experiences that I experienced while I was single and alcoholic and living a very self-destructive, dangerous lifestyle is what made me go inward because I started seeing like, you're hurting yourself. This is you, like you making decisions. You have nobody else to blame but yourself. That's how it all started for me. And of course, initially, I didn't want to admit that I was an alcoholic, right? Like at first, there's this stage of denial. And that stage of denial had a stronghold for about two years. But then it drove me to do my self-inquiry. And as scary as self-inquiry is because we all know we have something and we don't want to face that something because we think, well, everybody has trauma. It's okay. Right. Everybody deals with it, but it's how I was dealing with it. That was destroying me. Doing your inner work is kind of like walking into a dark forest. It's scary. You don't know what you're going to get into or what you're going to find, but oh my God, how liberating it is for the spirit because that story, that trauma is exactly what's blocking you from connecting to your soul. And that's why I created Spiritual Cardio is because there's so much beauty on the other side of confronting those inner demons. And I'm just so passionate about Spiritual Cardio because every single, like I'm a writer at heart. So I documented my whole journey and I documented what worked. I documented what didn't work. And that's how spiritual cardio was born. It became a manual for me. And now I'm teaching other women how to do it. But why I'm so grateful for that period of my life where I was hurting. I was in a very dark place. I was in denial that I was an alcoholic. But all of those shame-filled mornings 
they drove me to go inward, right? Had I not experienced those dark times, I wouldn't have been prompted to look within myself for answers. So I'm so grateful for my rock bottoms because they drove me to go inward and really, really do the work that it takes to get to where I am today. That's why I'm grateful for the dark times and for the pain because I'm not one of those that says, oh, you know, the pain made me who I am today. Although I don't disagree with people who say that for me, I believe that the pain personally drove me to do my self-inquiry. And then what you do from there, once you know what, what it is that you're trying to run from, like I was trying to drown my inner child because I, I hated her. I was so disgusted by her because of what happened. I held her responsible for being sexually abused. And really, I was disgusted by that little girl. And so I, I, I realized throughout my journey that the drugs and the alcohol, I was trying to drown her. I was trying to silence her. So recognizing that I was at war with me, that's ultimately what she was. I always thought about her in third person, but along my journey, I realized that you're at war with yourself. Like that little girl is you. And that was a major moment of, I call it bittersweet because it was bitter in the fact that I realized that I hated myself for so many years, but it was very sweet. And I say that because from that moment forward, it gave me the opportunity to love myself. From that moment forward, I made the decision that like I, no matter what I do, I went on a mission to find self-love. And that is the start of the programming, the design of spiritual cardio. Spiritual cardio is based on my own transformation, but the spiritual practices in spiritual cardio are not something that I created. These are traditional spiritual practices, but I was so desperate for self-love that I researched self-love, how to love yourself. And I tried anything and everything I could to make sure, like I Googled how to find self-love and I tried anything and everything to find it. And spiritual cardio is a love story. You know, it's teaching women how to find that love story for themselves. I'm just so grateful that I get to share my story and it feeds my soul as I do it. And I help other women manufacture, be the architect, be the author of their story because they can find that within themselves too. Oh, hermanita, that was so beautiful. That was really beautiful. You know, the more that you talk about spiritual cardio and this beautiful just relationship you have to yourself. This is your baby. This is you talking to yourself. It's like a love note between you and your beautiful self, you know? And I love how you are such a warrior for finding your inner self, for finding this inner healing. I I love that. It's so beautiful to you. And just the way that you share this beautiful love and genuinity of just your divine connection with yourself. I love the idea of the accountability that you have. It's taking accountability and saying, you know what? At one time, I didn't love myself. 
But now look at what I've created for, for myself, for that little girl inside of me. And we fail to realize sometimes that we are communicating with our child, with our inner child daily and constantly based on the choices that we make. Are we feeding her happiness today? Are we not? Are we losing our voice? Are we not allowing her to speak? Are we not allowing him to speak? What are we doing? And I love how this beautiful creation that you are just evolving in. I love to see it. And I'm excited to like go and check out your workshop. I'm excited to be in this space with you. I'm excited to even be talking about it because we're... Sometimes I don't even notice that I'm not paying attention to my own little inner child. You're just reminding me now to remember, to constantly feed her, you know, and I thank you for that. Yeah. Sometimes life gets in the way, you know, sometimes more times than not, we are busy with life, with work, relationships, all kinds of stuff. But we do have to keep in mind that we need to nurture ourselves. We do have to start paying attention to how we treat ourselves. One of the things that I teach in spiritual cardio is mirror work and self-affirming, self-affirmations, because we can be our own worst critic. We can be our worst enemy in here, right? And then that trickles down to our heart and that holds us back and that keeps us stuck. I think that we have to become our own best friends in here, in our mind. We have to become our own cheerleaders. We have to, because what's on the other side of that is stuckness. It's holding ourselves back, not believing in ourselves. The work is on us. Like nobody's coming to save us right? From whatever childhood traumas we had, whatever happened in the past, like our exes or people that abused us when we were little, like they are long gone. So it's our responsibility to do the work on ourselves, to make sure that we are the best versions of ourselves that we can be so that we can serve the world and how God meant for us to serve the world. Like whatever God's will is for our life, like it's up to us to connect to that. Spiritual cardio or doing your inner work helps you tap in to your authentic self, helps you align with your soul, helps you embody the essence of your soul. Spiritual cardio, aka inner work, helps you. It just It connects you to the very core of your heart because outside of our heart is all this mud. You know, we have like this thick scab that's coating our heart and it keeps us blocked. And so doing our inner work is going to help us remove the mud, wipe it off one practice at a time, one day at a time, or, you know, removing that scab and getting to the very core of who we are, which is a direct connection to our heart. It's such a beautiful journey. It really, really is. And for full disclosure, inner work is not perfect. Like it is messy. We're not going to be perfect while we do our inner work. Like I've had times where I, I can be very impatient. So whoever is listening to this, like 
it is a beautiful journey and there is a light at the end of the tunnel and it's it, and you will experience transformation you will but full disclosure it's also messy <laughs> you know, like you will snap at somebody at one point like this isn't about perfection <laughs> it's, it's just not hey ladies are you curious about doing your inner work are you ready to dig deep and start loving yourself on a spiritual level Are you interested in reaching a higher level of consciousness? If so, then this may be just what you're looking for. Spiritual Cardio is a course in transformational wisdom that combines traditional spiritual practices with real life experience. At Spiritual Cardio, we heal in community where we can be vulnerable and raw because when one woman speaks her truth, she begins to heal and she opens the door for another woman to speak hers. At Spiritual Cardio, every lesson is designed with you in mind. That includes practical tools with relatable real-life examples. At Spiritual Cardio, we help identify and release energetic blocks so that you can become the architect of your destiny. Head over to ValerieZapeta.com to read the powerful testimonials from previous clients and register for an upcoming session. Group and one-on-one coaching is available. All sessions are live and in real time. Now back to the show. I would like to piggyback on a point that you made about no one's coming to save us. You know, I always say that regardless of what happened to us as children, it wasn't our fault. And making peace with that and knowing that we have to forgive others, not for them. And I know this sounds so cliche but not forgiving others for them, but forgiving others for us. Whatever happened to us as children, it wasn't our fault. But as adults, we have the responsibility to start healing ourselves. We have the responsibility to take accountability and say, okay, enough is enough. We're going to baby this beautiful being and we're going to start reconditioning, relearning, remembering who we truly divinely are, you know, and, and that's the beauty about inner work, spirituality. Another thing I would like to piggyback off of is that spirituality is a constant. It's not, yeah, we get into our ways of, we get impatient and we're, we we want to get to the finish line. But the reality is healing work is a constant thing. It's a constant journey. It's a constant remembering. It's a constant throwing away the conditionings that we've been taught, throwing away what we thought was once real. It's breaking all of those barriers and saying, okay, it's like peeling an onion. And as you're letting, you're peeling off this beautiful onion you know, it's, it smells fresher and it smells more beautiful. And yeah, it makes you cry sometimes and it makes you, you know, just kind of squirm. But at the end of it, you know, every time you peel one layer, you're healing years and years of trauma, not only within yourself, but you're healing your lineage. So every time that you decide to do inner work, you don't realize this, but you're healing your lineage. If we can remember that. A lot of people say, oh, I've been the chosen one to heal my family. And it's a huge burden to carry. Who told you that? 
But the reality is the only way that we can continue to heal the human and collective consciousness at this time, as it's changing and it's evolving and it's healing, is by starting with our own healing. If we can continue to heal within ourselves first, we are changing the frequency of the collective consciousness. We are healing Pachamama. We are healing the entire planet. And I love that. I love that too. And I'll piggyback on that. Inner work is not something where when you're starting out self-inquiry or you're going to start your inner work, you're not like excited about it. Like you're not all like it's heavy, right? So, but you have to show up for yourself. Nobody's going to show up for you and do the work for you. Healing is a decision and then it's a journey. And You have to make a decision and be intentional every day that you're going to show up for yourself, whether that be mirror work, whether that be deep diving into your self-inquiry, whether that be doing a forgiveness practice, a forgiveness practice for yourself, right? Like one of the things that I teach in, in spiritual cardio is make a list of your biggest regrets that you have in life. What do you beat yourself up for? And write that stuff down. And then when you write that stuff down, look yourself in the mirror, connect with the spirit behind your eyes and forgive yourself for those things and say it out loud. Valerie, I forgive you for trying to drown that little girl inside of you. Like that is very, very powerful. And you do that day after day after day. So when I say show up for yourself. I mean, do the work, do the deep spiritual work that is deeply uncomfortable, deeply uncomfortable, but it feeds your soul and it gets you closer to your soul. It wipes off the mud. It wipes off the mud to connect you to the core of your heart. And in the core, in the very center of your heart is where you find your authentic voice. And once you start connecting to the core of your heart, you're also aligning with your soul. And there's a magical journey of self-discovery. There's a magical journey of building confidence. When I say it's a beautiful journey, that's what I mean. It's like every day you decide to love yourself in different ways through doing your inner work, you are building confidence, right? Like, and you're practicing self-love, like self-love isn't like, it's not going to happy hour or like, eating a slice of cheesecake or whatever, even though that's good. I love cheesecake, by the way. But what I mean by practicing self-love is doing the stuff that's hard to get through, but it's so good for the soul. Love that. There's something that, you know, a lot of people think that inner work, it's something so complicated and it really isn't. I would like for us to, if you can take anything out of our conversation, besides the beauty of everything that you're creating, this beautiful, just amalgam of just co-creation of spiritual cardio and what you do. Remembering that paying attention to recognizing what is said, the conversations that you have with yourself are the most powerful. Even the conversations that you have with another are very powerful because your higher self, your most intelligent self, your spiritual self can only recognize your voice. So if 
your higher self, your most intelligent, pure divine self can only hear and understand your voice. It hears everything that you say. So whether you are in, let's say if you're in a bad mood, you're having a bad day, be mindful of what comes out, what actions you are taking based on how you are feeling inside, because your higher self is only recognizing your voice. The way that you are conversing with yourself at the time, even when you say jokingly, oh, it's because I'm this, oh, it's because I'm that. The reality is your higher self is listening to you. And that is what you are feeding to yourself. It's being mindful of those things and recognizing inner healing. That's a beautiful practice to start off with as well. And it's so simple. It's just recognizing that only your higher, your most intelligent, purest form recognizes only the voice that comes from you. Absolutely. And it's when somebody starts doing their inner work, they're going to become conscious of that self-critic, of that inner critic that's constantly, it's just constantly yapping. and. Once you start becoming aware of it, then you give yourself the power to transform it. You don't have to stay there. I used to put myself down a lot, a lot. And along my journey and just relentless inner work, I can recognize when that voice starts coming up and I'm able to just catch it and shut it off because it feels so foreign now to do that. It feels so foreign to criticize myself. I give myself grace now. I have mercy on myself. I have compassion for myself in my mind because I've been so relentlessly in pursuit of self-love. And I'll share a tip with people listening to this is mirror work. Mirror work is so, so powerful. When you look yourself in the mirror, treat yourself as though you're you are your best friend. Talk to yourself as though you're talking to your best friend. Look yourself in the mirror. And again, I didn't invent mirror work, right? But it is a powerful spiritual practice. Um, and it's one of the things that I recommend in spiritual cardio. And I teach about it. And I tell my own story with mirror work because it's a powerful one. I think that sharing our stories like the way we are now, I also do that in spiritual cardio because it incites connection. Sharing our stories promotes deep, deep connection. With that being said, the first time I tried to do mirror work and say, I love you in the mirror, I cried because I was desperate for self-love. And when I did it, I didn't feel it. I didn't believe it. I couldn't connect with the person looking back at me in the mirror. So for people that struggle with self-love, you can find self-love. It is there, but you've got to do the work. I can tell you that I hated my inner child for many, many years, 27 years to be exact, is when I realized that I hated her. And mirror work, just look yourself in the eyes and do this every day for 30 or 60 days straight, depending on where you're at with your level of self-love. Look yourself in the eyes. And just say, Valerie, I love you. I really, really love you. Amen. 
But you have to do it daily. Show up for yourself. If you have to put a post-it note on your mirror in your restroom, you got to brush your teeth when you wake up, right? Post-it note's going to be there. Like there's no way you can forget. Just show up for yourself daily and just do that. And if you struggle with that, you're going to see that as the days go by, it's going to get easier. It's not going to feel awkward anymore. And there's going to come a point where you're going to feel it and you're going to believe it. That's something that I want to give people listening to this as a takeaway is do the mirror work. Coming from somebody that struggled with self-love, that had a a deep-seated, dissociated self-hate, because I didn't know that I hated myself. I didn't know that that little girl that I was disgusted with was me until I was 32 in therapy. It was when I realized like, oh my God, that that little girl that she always felt like a distant enemy. It wasn't until I was in my thirties that I realized like that little girl's me. So I started doing the work and it changed my life. And that's why I think spiritual cardio is so powerful because it's not coming from somebody who learned this in a textbook. This is personal experience. This is personal transformation, deeply spiritual, relentless pursuit of self-love and transformation. And I want to heal as many lives as possible. That's why I do it. That's why I started the podcast. There's so much free content that could help somebody get started on the Spiritual Cardio podcast. So there's this inspiration how you're talking about mirror work. Uh, I had this beautiful conversation with a friend of mine and we were talking about this love transference that we see in each other, right? When someone tells you, I love you, or they see you with eyes of love, or they see you with this beautiful brightness, it's really a reflection of who you really are inside. So it's really recognizing that how can we love people outside of ourselves so much more, but we don't have the capacity to love ourselves that way. So for whoever feels like, God, I'd rather, I I care more about people than I care about myself. It's hard to look at myself. Well, recognize that you have that capacity. If you can see love in the outside source, outside of you, relating to another person, that's showing you right there that that capacity exists within you. So what I see in you is what I see in myself. And this beautiful, my beautiful experience when it came to mirror work for the first time, I didn't know who she was. I remember looking at her in the mirror. She was just someone so distant. It was almost like this character where I would dress her up. I would put makeup on her. I would do her hair. And I waited for the outside to say if she was fit enough to be in the space. But to get to know her, I had to really stare into her eyes. I had to stare into her demeanor, what she looked like, and be okay with what she looks like. She may look different to others, but to herself, you know, you look at all of these flaws and you're like, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. But then this is what goes back into the conditioning, letting go of the conditioning unconditioning yourself and regardless of what we're conditioned to look a certain way 
to wear makeup a certain way, to have your eyebrows a certain way. You're supposed to have a body shape a certain way. Those are conditionings put on you from the world. And that's the beauty about not only mirror work, but inner healing work. It's recognizing that you are perfect in every way, the way that you are. It's like wabi-sabi. So wabi-sabi is a very beautiful, I believe it's a Japanese term. So everything that is already broken or, or that may look out of place is already beautiful in its perfection. It's already perfect in its chaotic way. I wanted to share that because it was a very beautiful influence and it was an inspiration based on a conversation I had with someone that was, that's very dear to me. So it's not easy. Mirror work is not easy for some. And then I've had clients that will say mirror work is easy. I don't have an issue with self-love. And then I have other clients that come to me because they have issues with self-love. So that's one of the takeaways that I have for somebody listening to this, that if you are struggling with self-love, mirror work helps you unlearn all the noise. That inner critic can be diffused and you can transform that voice. It takes time, but it is possible. Just got to have like a relentless desire to do this work. It's not easy, right? But it's powerful. It's so, so powerful. But look, we can go on and on and on about spirituality, apparently, right? Tell me um, how we can do your workshop. I'm dying. Can we do it tomorrow? Can we do it tomorrow? <laughs> it is coming. So let me tell whoever's listening. Uh, Spiritual Cardio is having its first ever in-person workshop, November 12th in Long Beach, California. So if you are in the Southern California area and you are looking for spiritual inspiration, self-love, and um, or spiritual healing, and you want to do it in a community with women like me and Karina and other women that all want the same thing, which is deep self-love, tap into your most deepest authentic self, joy, right? Authentic, deep-seated joy, inner peace. That's what this workshop is going to bring. And Karina is actually going to help me out with the workshop, which I'm so excited for. So Karina is going to be doing a purification, cleansing of energy as women arrive, right? So she's going to clear your energy before you enter the space. And the space is already going to be cleansed. And then Karina's going to do sound healing. First of all, let me just say thank you for being of service to the community and to my mission of healing women. So thank you for that. And I'm excited to work with you. And as far as spiritual cardio, well, we are going to do the practices of spiritual cardio in person. Just imagine doing self-inquiry in a room full of women that deeply want to connect to themselves, that deeply want to heal and move forward and get unstuck and be inspired and tap into their true authentic joy. Imagine that. That's going to be happening November 12th. And that's just self-inquiry. Like we are going to do a mirror 
ritual amongst each other. And we are going to hold space for you to do your mirror work with all of us there pushing you, holding you, loving you, right? Like there is going to, it's going to be a room filled with love. And then we're going to do a forgiveness practice where we are going to forgive ourselves for whatever regrets we have, right? And we are going to forgive others. So that's going to be a guided meditation form in a room full of women that are going to be seeking this deep healing. Because in doing that deep healing work, we catapult ourselves forward energetically because this stuff that we are pushing down and trying to bury is no longer holding us back. And then at the very end, we're going to do a releasing ceremony where we are going to put that self-inquiry into, I don't want to say too much, but we are going to release whatever comes out in your self-inquiry. So that is happening November 12th. Tickets are available on Eventbrite. You can either get your ticket through the link tree in my bio, which is This is Valerie Z or Spiritual Cardio, either one. Or you can look for Spiritual Cardio on Eventbrite because tickets are being sold through Eventbrite. And lastly, I just want to say that there are scholarships available. So if somebody can't afford to purchase a ticket, please send me an email. The email address is info at valeriezapeta.com or you can send me a DM. I'll send you the form to fill out. And I have some really, really generous and beautiful donors who are willing to help sponsor somebody that cannot pay to go to the event. So keep me posted. And it's just going to be a beautiful beautiful workshop and it's spiritual cardio's first ever workshop. So come and join the fun, come and join the healing, come and join the co-creation of divine growth. Oh, hermanita. I am so honored to be in sacred and in a safe space with you. I know that this is going to be such a beautiful container. I'm going to be sharing the event on my stories. Um, I'm so happy to do that. And I'd be happy to also donate for a ticket as well. I want to be able to help someone, you know, who, who can't in, in any way to be of service, to come and be in the space with you. I know it's going to be incredible. I'm super excited. This is going to be so beautiful. I am really excited too. Yeah, you can get tickets for Spiritual Cardio. There's a link tree in my Spiritual Cardio bio or also link tree in This is Valerie Z. But that's that's pretty much all we have for today. I feel like we covered a lot. Thank you so much, Karina, for just being in this space with me. I hope that we gave people some good takeaways. It was. It was so beautiful. It was fun. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for seeing me. And I'm so grateful to, and I'm excited. I'm excited for the workshop and I can't wait. So November 12th, Long Beach, California, tickets are available on Eventbrite and you don't want to miss the workshop. It's going to be beautiful. All right, Karina. Well, we can do this all day. Maybe we should do another live. I'm game. You know, I'm, I'm in it to in it. <laughs> all right, you guys take care. 
Hey, thank you for showing up and spending some time with me. If you loved this episode, please make sure to subscribe. And for exclusive content, you can sign up for my newsletter at ValerieZapeta.com. I'll see you guys at the next show.